0: hi there welcome to the manuscript i'm juliana may and in this podcast we're passionate about writing and technology Every couple of weeks, we talk to people making a difference in the intersection of writing and the development of technology products, covering technical and UX writing, product development, art and design, content strategy, and anywhere else there's someone thinking about content in digital products and the tech industry. If you're new here, welcome. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today, you'll be hearing part two of our previous episode featuring Jade Maravillas, Alliances Director at Burlasoft, and Kassiv Jouvet, Product Manager at Z1. Last episode, while they shared their story, we also got to know key topics revolving around product marketing. They talked about the early days in tech and consolidating a company's differentiation strategy. And since storytelling is so central to the marketing field, we illustrated what they learned about this area with actual stories that they experienced in their professional lives. So if you haven't had the chance to listen to our previous episode, I highly recommend that you do, since it was a very illuminating conversation. And today we're featuring the second part of our conversation, where we talked about the importance of writing in product marketing and also discussed books and the future of their area. So let's jump right into it. Very true. And um, since we're talking about books and stories, I wanted to take that idea and expand it a bit to writing in general. So as you know, writing is a big uh, pillar of our show here. And I was curious to know how writing is tied into your careers and your day to day. How is writing a part of what you do today or the value that you see in writing things down? So can you please comment a bit on that? Oh, my God. I mean, like, writing. Well, Jade is is an award-winning writer. So we should all
1: appreciate it. I was when I was 12.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't take the merit out of that accomplishment. It's great. It's more than I have.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so, you know, from creative writing to business writing, and actually, like, as I mentioned, I just started a new job, right? A couple. Of, I've been in it for a couple of weeks now. And how it has r- writing helped me? Two ways, or maybe even three ways, right? So two ways. First of all, I'm going to show you. This is my new notebook. And this is how much I've written in two weeks. I think it's like a quarter of my notebook now. And wow. how that helps me is that every time I have a call with someone regardless of if they're internal or external, I write every single thing, try to write every single thing down because then I'm old school. Like it has to be a notebook. I have to actually write in my really eligible, ineligible, inlegible. How do you say that? Illegible. (laughs) Illegible. Right. Uh, Only I can understand it, not anyone else. Uh, But I have to Mm -hmm. write it down so that I remember what people say. And I can always go back to it, right? And then how Mm -hmm. writing is also helping me. That's like just taking notes, right? But how writing is helping me now going into a really new industry is I'm taking some of what we have done in marketing and to some extent, uh, some of the product marketing things I've done before is I really dedicated the first two weeks of my role, listening to people and also understanding what our value proposition is because it's really important. I mean, I'm not in a marketing role anymore on paper, but I am in a channel sales slash marketing role. And for our partners to believe in us, I need to clearly articulate the value that we bring to our partnership and also to the end customer, right? And so it's really important. And I this is what I've been doing for the last two days, specifically, even today, I've started writing down um, What I think our value proposition is and putting together like a benefits slash um, like basically a value prop framework, right? You know, 25 word, uh, 25 word description, a longer description, a key benefits, uh, so on and so forth. And that has really helped me start ramping up the knowledge that I need to be clearly articulating what is the value to our partners and, our, and consumers. So I think those are the two ways that it's helping me. Writing has helping me now. And also, I think, you know, having this writing background, um, storytelling background has really helped for things like, I'm just, literally, today, I've been writing a business case. So finding ways to articulate why someone has to be bought into you but in a very engaging way, because right now it's like 11, 12 pages long, it's probably going to be even longer than that. And that can be quite dry. But if you can weave some creative storytelling within something that is as dry as a business case, then maybe you are able to sell what you're trying to sell. Very true. How (laughs) about you, Cassie? I'm just
0: impacted. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah I, I like so many ideas like popping you know on things that i could like mention exactly. and comment but while jade was talking i was trying to organize my ideas and i did it writing down in a notebook writing. So yeah, yeah cool. right yeah writing in the, is the first tool to people uh doesn't matter what your job is to like Organize ideas, so you can do it for professional matters, like okay, I'm trying to come up with a plan, or even for personal matters, like okay, I will start journaling and registering my day to like give a sense on how time is passing. I think that writing overall is very powerful, and so nowadays writing is like a big part of my job, despite I'm not a writer anymore. But as a product manager, uh, nowadays I need to organize ideas. So writing is super uh, into it. I have to register decisions and writing is crucial because uh, we have that expression that is uh, having things written in stone or uh, like set in stone. And okay, it's not like written in stone. It's not like permanent, it's not forever. But once you write something down, it's there, you know. So to align decisions, to organize ideas and to be able nowadays in this remote first like workplaces that we are having to also be able to communicate with people uh, asynchronous Uh, writing is really really important so nowadays as a product manager writing for me is a big and very important tool Uh, as a journalist i use it to think that okay something happened and now i will write about it and depending on the way that i write about this thing that just happened i can actually change the facts so i was when i started journalism i was like actually terrifying sometimes about writing because writing has so much power you know it has so much responsibility specifically especially when you're a journalist like okay i'll write down something that happened the way i tell the story can change completely the story and it's also applicable to marketing uh like so when i was uh, working with product marketing for example uh we talk about we talk a lot about positioning we need to create a new positioning or we have to reposition it we need to position in a company a product or even a feature and in the end of the day positioning is just an idea it's, it's something that you want to transmit to people uh positioning is something for me at least that Okay, I have this view, this landscape in my mind, and I want to share this landscape with people. I want that people see the same thing that I'm seeing here when I'm looking to this product or to this brand. So positioning is essentially for me an idea. Uh, So how do I bring this idea to life? It's by writing. I will write down the positioning, and then I will start to write different messages and messaging pillars. So... I think also, so overall, writing for me, it's very powerful and very important. When I was a journalist, uh, it was, when I used it to work as a journalist, it was something more like existential, like almost an existential crisis of, with the responsibility. Uh, as a product marketing manager, it was really something to bring ideas to life. And now as a product manager, to try to summarize, is like my day-to-day tool. That, uh, if you ask me what's the tool that you use every day, I will say writing. Because I'm always writing my ideas and try to align people around the ideas. So I write it a lot.
0: <laughs> the writer in me is uh, really appreciates what you just both said. <laughs> Um, but the podcast host in me has some sad news to deliver. We are reaching the end of this episode. Oh no! Um, yes, I know. <laughs> wow. I wish we could keep talking. I guess we'll just That's have to so invite you both. Topics <laughs> that you can talk about. I, I didn't go over all the items on the list of things that I wanted to talk about with you guys. I'm really frustrated about that. Maybe we can uh, have a second episode in the future going over some of the topics that we've covered, something that we left out. Who knows? I'll just leave this in We invitation can have here. a season. Yeah. Right? And the manuscript, we can create a new season. Cassie and Jade take over the manuscript. That would be great. A <laughs> dream like, come true. I would love it. <laughs> Awesome. Um, So Jade and Cassie, I was really interested to know your thoughts on the future of your respective areas. So where do you see what you're doing right now heading into the future?
1: So I recently took on this role, uh, which is partnerships and alliances, but it's not something I haven't done before. So I did it prior to my VTEX role. And if I can relate like what I've done before versus what I'm doing now, it hasn't really evolved much in the sense of the foundational um, requirements of being a partner manager. So in this role, you really need to understand uh, the value that you're bringing to the partnership. And at the end of the day, alliances are there to get more business and gain more leads for each. Party, right so the future of this role really maybe is just finding new ways of uh, like new ways of maybe doing co-marketing right maybe something a little bit more creative right mm-hmm. so when I first came in when I asked uh, the people who are in my company like what do you do for marketing everyone was talking about oh we do webinars but as we all know webinars are probably a little bit more of the thing of a past now, right? It's not as effective as when we started this whole pandemic journey. Um, So I think what really resonates is this tying it into storytelling, telling stories of how this partnership or how each company has given value to their customers and trying to find ways to get that out into the market. So maybe um, I would say bringing some of the marketing experience that I have had into this partnerships and alliances role, uh, tying that thought leadership and customer stories into what we're doing from a partnership standpoint, but also things that are pertinent to discovery, right? For mm-hmm. instance, you know, I'm thinking I might start bringing some of SEO expertise into what we're currently writing because what we want to do is have these discoverable on the internet right? So I guess, yeah, I mean, that's probably what I would foresee myself bringing into my current role um, and the future of that current role. But that said, I I mean, who knows if I'm going to be doing this next year, right? Like I was just telling you guys in another discussion, I I really feel like product marketing can be my next step. (laughs) And Maybe I can bring in more um, insight into what that means in our next conversation.
0: Yes, looking forward to it. Um, and before we, oh, yeah, sorry, Cassie, go ahead. Just to compliment, now that Jade said about like
2: she's seeing herself tapping into product marketing, just doing like the opposite way, right? I was in product marketing and now I'm going to product management. So, but I I just want to point out that as a person who, uh, who worked with marketing for like the past years, I see that, that nowadays this area is like hot. You know, uh, like companies always needed like marketers and always need a good positioning and a good messaging. But it was something that was spread all through the organization in like different areas and different levels of responsibility and like. Not exactly an owner, like who has the ownership over positioning, messaging, go-to-market strategies. Sometimes this is all like uh, split it up. And I see nowadays that companies are going towards like product marketing as this person who uh, are someone that are doing marketing and this connection between marketing product and other areas, partnerships, uh, customer relationships and sales but also product marketing as this facilitator, you know? And I'm saying this because, well, we work together, right? Girls, uh, I mean, me, Ju and Jade, and I see Jade as a huge facilitator. And I also see you yeah. as a huge facilitator of things inside of company. So I would say that both of you would be like great product marketing managers. And I see myself as a facilitator, despite I'm now in product management, I can be a facilitator there too. And even changing careers, I think that uh, product marketing is something that will be always with me, you know, and, and if you are a marketer, uh, you're listening to us and you are a marketer, you can be a product marketer. And if you're a tech writer, you can be a product marketer too. Uh, everyone who works with writing has what's needed to start in a product marketer path. And this is something that's very cool about this role and about the things that you do when you're in this role. You know, it's so diverse um uh, and, and need content and need like strategic thinking, but it's also need writing. So I, I wanted to give these two cents for people that are listening to us now you know about like future because future leads us to career paths, right And product marketing I see as a career path that is evolving here in Brazil but also uh, by the entire world. And, and I hope you know because it's something that delivers value to companies but also to customers and also to the markets.
0: Very great career advice. i I, really I like preaching it. product
2: marketing, right? Exactly.
0: <laughs> no, but I appreciate it. I also like, I, I didn't want to say it because, well, when you put the words into the wind, they actually have become uh, alive and like guide your say actions. It. <laughs> exactly. But this is also a career that I see as a next step for me, like a possible next step leaning towards the product marketing side of things so i'm really glad that we opened this topic because then i'll just get to pick your brains uh with this possible career transition as we go
1: it's great open cassie's brain because she's done it
0: Awesome um, but we have a final question which is about books and I really loved how you both brought so many uh, great references in, in like the midst of our conversation but we actually here in the manuscript have a Goodreads bookshelf assembling all of our guests book recommendations so I wanted to know from you both first what are you reading right now what book is on your nightstand And also, what book would you recommend for people to know more about what you do? I can see that you're uh, from the camera. You're just looking around, uh, looking for a book cover to show.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Um, I am really bad because as a former bookworm, I haven't had any time to read specific books lately. Uh, I do have Audible and I'm actually looking at my library now.
0: This is um, also considered uh, like reading yeah. books.
1: Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I from a marketing standpoint, I have read uh, as I mentioned already, start with why I thought was great. Um I also mentioned Paul Cash. He does have a book out that went out this earlier this year called I think Humanizing B2B. I'm not quite sure, but I'll send it I'll send you the the title in the show notes. Uh, I do have um, two books that I really like from a person I admire who I actually, I don't know if you guys attended the marketing kickoff that we had at Vitex, uh, but Donald Miller, he's great. Mm -hmm. He's such a good writer and he's also such a good uh, speaker. So as you may have seen, hopefully. Um, And I had uh, Building a Story Brand, which I've probably read, or slash listen to at least three, four times. Shout out to Lucas Vocal who got me into this. <laughs> and um, Marketing Made Simple, which is his follow-on book for that. Uh, I think those were like two of the foundational books that kind of set me into what I thought we should be talking about at Vtex when it comes to marketing. And then lastly, I loved uh, Seth Godin, as I'm... Did I mention Seth Godin earlier? Maybe not, but I really like his book called This is Marketing. So those are some of my marketing theme books. I know that uh, there's a lot of other product marketing books as well. I think you mentioned an author earlier, Cassie, right? Uh, that's yeah. a really good one. And I've been meaning to read that actually.
0: Cassie froze. Woo. <laughs> I should take a screenshot. <laughs> No, but really, Jade, thank you for all these recommendations. I wrote them down. I'll just confirm with you some of the the titles later on. Oh, but this is great. I was meaning to read uh, Building a Story Brand as well, because Lucas Falco also pointed it out (laughs) to to us in one of his talks. Yeah. All right. Books, book recommendations. Book recommendations.
2: Great. Donald Miller has... Two votes on, on <laughs> building a starry brand. I would also recommend. And it was a book that I received from the marketing kickoff at Vitex, uh, Jade's Recommendation. And it's a really good book for marketers. I mentioned it early April Dunford, She has a book that it's called Obviously Awesome. Really, really recommended. I'm reading nowadays The Cloud Spotters. That has nothing to do with marketing, but it's like a cool reading if you're like... Searching for like new stuff that he teaches us how to look into the sky. I think it's so inspiring.
1: Are, are and well, we product marketing books too. Sorry? Are we, are we talking about non marketing books yes. as well? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm curiously reading. People have mentioned Harry Potter and like comic books. So this is like <laughs> a we love book section, not related to the theme of the episode.
2: This is mine, look. (laughs) That's great. Uh, Very beautiful. There are some beautiful clouds, uh, uh, art, like and drawings. Uh, One book that is not actually about marketing itself, but it kind of slightly helped me, it's still like an artist from Austin Cleon. Is Austin Cleo? I think it is Austin Cleon. Very good. I really recommend it. And from more like the technical side, I can recommend Hook It. It's a very good book, very popular between
1: product marketers and also The Purple Cow. Very, very good. Oh, yeah, cool. The Purple Cow is good too. Yeah, Seth Godin as well, right? Is that correct? Yeah. I yeah. love the title. It's, it's so enticing. So I, I thought we were just talking about marketing books. No, <laughs> but, books in general. Not non-marketing books, uh things that I've not really read recently, but I really liked in the last year or so. Have you guys read Trevor Noah's autobiography? No. Born a crime. So good. And actually, even better, listen to it as an audiobook because he is the one who's uh, relaying his stories. So yeah, talking talking about stories, he has a lot of amazing stories. And considering he's only in his I don't know, 30s or something. It's like he lived this crazy life from South Africa to where he is now. It's mostly his stories about his growing up in apartheid South Africa. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, really good. Like, I think I've listened to it three times in a row. And then the other audiobook that I love, so better as an audiobook than a book, is Be- Becoming by Michelle Obama. So, oh, yeah. I oh, she is awesome. Yeah. It's so good. I, I have in my list um, Barack Obama's A Promised Land, and he's also narrating it, but I haven't actually started it yet. So yeah, lots of, lots of like really interesting books and tip for other mothers out there, if there are any <laughs> mothers that are listening to you, audiobooks are your best friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> great tip, great tip. Um, for me, what I'm reading right now, so I was into uh, the Witcher phase. I just finished Time of Contempt, which is the fourth book. It's a really, really cool fantasy book uh, around a family. Anyways, um, so I just finished that and I was uh, also reading Torto Arado, which is a Brazilian book by this two sisters that are born and raised in the northeast of brazil and go through um slavery situation and it's set in nowadays so it's really impactful um i'm praised to read it, this one is it in english i don't think they have translated it yet unfortunately it was just released on 2018 so it's uh, it's kind of recent but yeah as soon as we have some translation i definitely recommend everyone to 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 read it, it's it's great, um, and also some uh, technical books. So I just reread uh, the product is docs by Christopher Gales and the Splunk documentation team, and actually Christopher Gales was our guest number four here on the show we've interviewed him last year oh
2: my god yeah Yeah. and
0: the reason yeah it was an amazing conversation actually it was the first time i i hosted the show actually because before it was only Breno doing the interviews so it's a special one for me and the reason that i reread it is because in in my team of technical writers at vtex we have a book club And we, this was the book that we chose for this year. And we've actually gone past the book club itself into writing um, some essays about the book's ideas in Portuguese to share with the Brazilian tech writer community who are not so familiar with English or see English as a barrier to know more about this area and see it as a career opportunity. So this is something cool that's happening. We've just posted our second blog post on the... Brazilian tech writers communities blog Um, and we have a series of 12 uh, blog posts lined up Uh, so this is something cool going on for our Brazilian listeners I'll add the link to our show notes oh my god I'm so proud (laughs) congratulations thanks it was our way of trying to impact the growing Brazilian community of tech writers
1: I'm yeah. so proud of you girls, like you're doing that, Drew, and um, Cassie's doing the product marketing courses and I think PM3 courses or something like that. Did I get that correct? Like really burgeoning tech writing and product marketing for the Brazilian community. And you know you're becoming pioneers in that sense. so cool. Oh my God. Thank you, Jade.
2: Yeah. For those who are listening here in Brazil, we are, uh, well, product marketing is a role that is ascending, as I just said. And we launched the first course about the subject, exclusively about the subject. Uh, and I was like the, the coordinator of like with the other structures uh, and all of the things. So thank you, Jade. and I'm super happy and It's very meaningful to me to like being here, being able to be here recording this episode with you two girls, you know, uh, it was a truly great gift to like know you in Vitex and be able to exchange like knowledge nowadays. And I hope like uh, the
0: exchanging also with people who are listening to us right now, right? very very true and i feel that i just won in life because jade Maravilhas just told me she she thinks i'm inspiring so yeah i'm gonna just take a moment wow. here
1: to, have to a take that in you, you uh, have a lot of in and outside of Vtex. i i, I you're already my know my mom <laughs> <laughs>
2: and
0: jade Maravilhas, maravilhosa, right <laughs> wonderful <laughs> you're both just wonderful um yeah, uh, I just don't want this episode to end. <laughs> I'm really <enjoying> <laughs> i really enjoy your conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Into. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm actually making an official invitation for you both to come back to our show and we can talk more about all these enlightening things about career and life in general. So thank you very much for joining and I hope that you both enjoyed it as well. Thank you. Yeah, I
2: love to share this moment with you and I feel that we could like do this repeatedly, I would love, you know, so yeah, let's do a session on the manuscript, I love the idea. Uh, thank you for the invitation and also for opening the space for us writers and and marketers and content people to talk about our field, you know, it's, it really like brings value to the community and it really, I hope it inspires other professionals, you know, you're inspiring other professionals by doing the manuscript. So I'm very flattered to be here, actually.
1: Awesome.
0: Thanks for tuning in at The Manuscript. The show is written and produced by me, and this episode was edited by Pupila, junior enterprise from UNB. If you like good stories, you'll like Pupila. Thanks to Daniel Simões, Bernardo Castro, members of Pupila, aka the heroes behind the curtains who edited what you just heard. Also, thanks to Ana Gabriela de Castro for coordinating this edition. Thanks for sticking around. It means that you share our passion about technology and writing. And since that's a very specific scope, let's be honest, it would be great if you could spread the word about our show, share it with friends and colleagues who might also be interested in the topics we cover. It really does help. And honestly, if you got to this part of the episode, you've probably heard this before. So I'm thinking of leaving some Easter eggs for listeners to figure out. And I don't know, we can start like a scavenger hunt at the end of episodes just to see if you guys are still with me at this point. Who knows? (laughs) Let's save that for future episodes. So until now, thanks for listening to the manuscript and we'll see you next time.